All right, welcome back to another episode of Post Fades and Cheese Steaks. Taking a little break from our top 10 NFL positions for the upcoming year, and we're going to be discussing some NBA recap. The NBA Finals has ended, um, as did the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, you know, World Series of Baseball and Softball for college. There's all the sports are ending. All we got left is baseball now, but... Uh, touch them all don't you you're a man of quality across sports you know how we do it out here um yeah joining me the scum himself mr tim mullen and uh welcoming back a uh masked up gentleman here tyrell bradshaw so if you're listening on podcast only audio (laughs) tyrell's wearing a if you're reading this you're too close mask um with a purple like eye mask like sleeping eye mask sleeping mask yeah Heavy c- c- cushion though, like a Tempur-Pedic those one. Look, those are comfortable. Yeah, you can like, drop like something to... on your head and probably still sleep. You won't even know, <laughs> bro. You can you can put this. Hold on, let me take this off. You can put this in the freezer, and it acts as mm. like a, oh. as like a like if you're running a fever. Oh, sure nice. but yeah, no. Nah, it's I like was, the I'm modern version of like frozen vegetables on your head. Facts. Oh, I'll still do Facts. that. I'll throw them on my ankle, tape that bad boy up. You know, the only time you use frozen vegetables just for bodily injuries. Oh, and to cook, obviously. But okay, nice. Yeah, yeah. Obvious stuff. Anyways, so today, yeah, we're gonna recap some of the NBA finals. Tyrell is a Denver Nuggets fan, so he's having a nice time here. Um, his Nuggets won the chip, uh, pretty convincingly. I think we all kind of felt like it was gonna be a five or six game series that Miami really wasn't going to give them too much trouble. Um, I didn't think it was funny that like some of the heat players like Haslam were coming out and they're like, well, why is everyone saying we're not a match for them just because we got some undrafted guys, you know, we can compete. I was like, no, they're, they're pointing out that there's a clear difference in talent and you guys kind of snuck your way there. Granted you played as a team True. and you're well coached, but yeah, you, I wouldn't say they didn't deserve to be there, but they were definitely outclassed for sure. Um, I mean, Denver was just so much better. I mean, it wasn't Miami was not the only team that Denver proved they were so much better to. I mean, they slept, swept the Lakers with really no hesitation or trouble there. They cruised through that the whole Western Conference almost. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, the better team. I mean, hats off to them. And I've got to say, I mean, this is the difference between me and Dakota. Um, I can. Even though it doesn't happen very often compared to you, where it's almost regularly, I can admit when I was wrong, and boy was I wrong. Okay. I I don't remember where I had the Nuggets okay. going, but they definitely didn't have them going to Western Conference Finals or NBA Finals. I, I think didn't. I even, yeah, I didn't. I I had them losing for early. I put some more slander on Jokic's name, like I've been for the last three years. Whenever we do these MVP discussions, kind of have to as beat fans. Yeah, but you know what? As Embiid falls out of the playoffs, doesn't show up in big games, and then calls his teammates out, and Jokic just shows up every day and is just completely dominant in every aspect of the game. I uh, three years later, I'm starting to realize why he won those first two MVPs. Maybe, maybe those people were onto something. So, I mean, I I, I try not to chime in too much, you know, because mine is doom and gloom. I was completely wrong and wasn't even close, honestly, in any of my predictions. Um, but I mean, hey. For that. each sorrow and loser there is, like myself, there's a guy who's just having the time of his life and enjoying it. So I'll let Tyrell have his moment and tell us all about how the joys of victory it is and how it feels to have a player that is MVP caliber and who is dominant in the playoffs while we have a guy who just 
couldn't be found and throws his guys under the bus. Yeah. And a team that just has zero heart. Yeah, no heart. Yeah, man. Um, like, when I tell you, I I was literally, Dakota called me um, during the final, like, moments of the game. I almost didn't, <clears throat> I almost didn't answer the phone. You didn't answer. Um, I had to call you again. Yeah, because <laughs> I didn't, I was like, just in case his stream is faster than mine, I can't have it be ruined. Like, uh-huh. I needed, like, the authentic reaction, but. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, man, it was dope, man. Like, I know it's kind of random because, like, I'm obviously from the East Coast. I'm going to Denver this, like, in about a month um, and, and stuff. I'm obviously not from the city or anything like that. So, obviously, everyone's like, how are you a fan? Um, but when I was younger, it's probably, like, oh, God, sixth grade, I guess, maybe 2006. Um, Allen Iverson gets traded, obviously, from the Philadelphia 76ers to the Nuggets as a young kid who was inspired to play basketball. Um, from that 2000-2001 series between AI and um, that Sixers squad versus the Lakers, who end up obviously going on to win that series in five. Um, I was devastated when when AI left the city. Um, so I was like, I guess I'm a Nuggets fan. But my uncle was like, listen, like you're young, so I'll let you get away with it once. But you can't, like switching up sports teams ain't that you can't do that. Um, so if you're going to pick smart this team, you're going like, you to stay with them. And I was like, all right, like, I promise, like, I'll stay, I'll stay with Denver because they got AI. And obviously, like, two years later, AI is no longer in that jersey. Um, but, yeah, no, we've been, we've been coasting ever since then, like, rocking out with Denver, hoping that, you know, we get to this point. Um, seen a lot of stuff with, like, the, in the, in, like, the media and stuff, like, oh, like, the, the Nuggets want this rivalry with the Lakers so bad, and blah, blah, blah. And they're talking all this stuff about the Lakers, like, at the parade or whatever. Someone made a comment. Um but, like, if you don't know, if you don't watch it, like, bro, we've lost to the Lakers seven times in the playoffs. Like, Kobe, as much as I love him and God rest his soul, that man has tormented the hell out of my favorite uh-huh. team for years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then LeBron did it in 2020 when we had an opportunity to go in the bubble. So, yeah, um, it's one of those things where it's like if you're a long-standing fan and you've been watching the game for a while, like your team for a while, it's like you've been waiting for them to get to this moment. It's been a project. We've had Mike Malone for the last eight years in a league where keeping a coach and keeping players is not like the popular thing anymore for whatever reason. There's no patience. It's win now or don't win at all. Yep. Um, but this roster has been built over the last six years. Mike Malone's been at the helm for eight of those six years. We finally got to a point where they go ahead and win this championship. Jokic is a 41st pick in the second round. Um Make the trade, you know, obviously, um, with Bull Bull, get him out of there, get Aaron Gordon in. Just felt like they made all the right pieces to put this team together, and then it finally burst the championship. Took a chance on Michael Porter Jr., jersey I'm wearing today. Obviously, he had a major back injury. Dude was supposed to come out and be first pick in that draft, but with the back injuries, everybody was doubting him, so we pick him up with the 14th pick, lottery mm-hmm. pick. Um, and he arguably may have had – one of the better games when it comes or his standout game was low-key our closeout game in game five um, that's about his only game so, now he no, showed up when he needed to but he was so uh, yeah that shooting slump was serious like i was very concerned for him but um oh yeah really yeah, enough gotta... both games like that last game i felt like both teams just did not play well like that was the worst oh, last game was, in the last was tired. the final was so bad the finals in general weren't the best i would say for like a non fan of either team perspective but yeah it was the most competitive and, and game I was like, like down the last seconds but the worst yeah i was worried about that too as the game was going on i was like uh this this is looking not 
Like, if you're, like, a casual fan, you're going to hate this game right now. Like, it's not – like, the shot making isn't there, the, like, the electricity. Like, I mean, it was a close game for all intents and purposes, so, like, that aspect of it was dope. But, yeah, it was it was a lot more defense than anything else. But what was the – More of the – no, go ahead. What was the Jimmy Butler fake foul? Was that the final game or was that game four? No, oh, that was five. awful. The kick? I, you know what? I, I love the NBA. Kick. It's been – it was my favorite sport when I was a young kid, and I've always been a fan. If there's one thing that is really pushing me off the sport, it is the officiating, the inconsistencies. The whole point of this challenge is to challenge just bad calls. They yeah. went and reviewed that. Like, yeah, Jimmy the that... kicked, it kicked Aaron Gordon in the nuts. Like, the I've fact... seen people get ejected for that. Yeah. And he got rewarded with three free yeah. throws. I. Uh... Uh... I, Bro, I'm tell I'm telling you the script writers were working overtime. The script writers game five. back at it again. They, bro, they wanted to go to game six so bad. The uh -huh. calls were outrageous. Oh, like our entire starting lineup had two fouls before the first quarter was even over. We had That's shot true, what, yeah. like two or four, two or like, or, and then the free throw shooting was just terrible. I mean, so DeAndre like, Jordan got some minutes. <laughs> yeah, bro. Like literally, DeAndre Jordan's getting minutes, and you know, everybody the deciding was in foul game. trouble. Jokic was in foul trouble. Aaron Gordon was in foul trouble. Like, like it just it was a lot. But um, no, nah, it was a dope feeling. I watched a lot of the. I, funny enough, because again, like I said, I'm going to Denver later this month. But I was um, talking to my girlfriend Kate about moving the flight up because I wanted to get there for the parade. Um, obviously, that wasn't feasible. I think they had a good time. But uh, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah I, I saw I was someone say, all all day. I was just watching videos. Of someone was doing out. the uh, the Stone Cold. He was cracking some beers KCP. together. KCP, yeah, yeah. great, great <laughs> form too. Great form. Yeah, oh, it was it was phenomenal. That's how he never Gordon got to, Was walking yeah, around. He never shirtless. got to celebrate the. Uh, he never got to celebrate the the championship that he won with LA because it was during the COVID year. So they never had a parade. That's true. Yeah, or not a real true. parade. So. He was he was out there, but nah, it was it was just awesome. So overall, great feeling, super happy um, about how everything turned out. And then my only like one little slate is that obviously, obviously your guy gets regular season MVP, but my guy got Finals MVP. But that's the only negative uh, yeah. thing I'm gonna say. It's the only thing I'm gonna say because negative. I'm yeah, that's similar. I, I think that's even cooler. Like, oh, I went to MVP yeah. twice. You take it away from me. Oh, I'll just go win the final then. Like, you know, yeah. just to prove he's, you wrong. His, like that. I feel his, like that's even better for Jokic. His whole demeanor is baffling to me. It's so good though, the, bro. The, like, the interview so... where they were like, "Well, you know, are you excited for the parade?" He's like, "Oh no, when's the parade? Thursday? No, I need to go home." Like, what? What? Bro, you just won. Yeah. One of the greatest sports championships in the world, and you were worried about going to pet your courses. Like, what are we? What are we doing? He's he's, he's buying a new one. <laughs> I love all the all the jokes are like, bro, just works a nine to five, and that's literally like what I envision literally. when I see him. I'm like, literally. no, like maybe he is. You know, obviously, is how can you not be happy and ecstatic when you just won, you know, finals MVP and the championship itself? But he just doesn't show it very very well. Um, it's interesting. You don't see that very often. I was gonna say it's funny that you say that because I was so I was on Twitter and I was looking and um, one of the reporters, <laughs> <laughs> one of the reporters was saying, um, "Does anyone else find it annoying that Jokic continues this whole I don't care thing?" Because um, like he left the the his Finals MVP trophy with the equipment manager, went back to go also get the wild. trophy, and it's gone, and now he has no idea where the Finals MVP is. 
Um, and it's just this whole like nonchalant, like talking stuff like that at the parade, he did address it with the fans and he was like, I did want to go home, but I'm having the time of my life. So like, this is incredible, like type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't That's know. I'd say like personally, talking. yeah, I'd say personally for me as a fan, like, I think it's kind of refreshing to have something a little bit different, like not getting the mm-hmm. same old questions and knowing who like listening to him interact with the media f- before these moments, like joke Jokic has always been the type of person that he's going to troll he's going to joke and stuff like that and he has that very nonchalant um type of approach to him anyway so just hearing him just do this on like a public platform i think is funny because i know it's throwing other people off but it's like i've seen him do this in interviews all the time like i just find it comical so you know each each person is wired different i think probably how it's like it's a big cultural thing like in slovenia or slovakia where he is i I can't believe like it, they do many championship Serbia? parades there. Serbia, yeah, that's yeah. right. I knew it was something with an S. Right. Um, Slovenia, but... Slovakia, Serbia. Oh, I can't imagine they do many championship parades. And like the fact that, you know, finals game, like everyone in the whole entire city is glued to the TV. Like this is the only thing anyone cares about. We're all talking about it. I mean, you got more people talking about the finals game in Denver than they probably are in humans in Serbia. Uh, Bro, but, De- you know, Denver, Denver's a sports city for sure. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. They showed it. They came out today for the parade. Um, but even like Serbia, back where he's from, like all the broadcasts, like it's like it's actually incredible because of the time difference, like the games are on at like three a.m. their time, yeah. but you still yeah. have like broadcasting and stuff like that going on because everybody is just like Jokic, Jokic, Jokic. The the so, Almin effect. Yeah, you have to. You have mm-hmm. to. Yeah, I mean, even in London, time. we stay. You know. We we stay open and stay late for the Eagles game. You know that's it's a must. You know you have to do it. You know, I got. There's like go one on. I was gonna say on WIP. I remember they during Eagles season. There's some person who calls in every week, and they live in like Japan, but they call it. They like watch the Eagles game in their bathtub because it's the quietest place to do it. It's the only where they gets really good service, and it's like things people do to watch their teams when they're in different countries is it's kind of mind blowing. Do you know what my daily life, day to day life is like? You know, I completely forgot you don't live in the United States for about five seconds. Yeah, he's like, oh, oh, this guy has to watch his TV, his game in the toilet. You know, I wonder I what that tragic ask, life must you, be like. How are you watching the NBA finals? You got to pick and choose. I mean, not going to lie. The NBA finals was a, a morning watch. I would rewatch the, the, mm, the full okay. game in the morning. I'd start my day with it. You know, you just ignore your phone, you don't touch your phone. I got all the league pass and the game passes. It comes in handy. But there's like different games. You got to weigh them. Eggs Some games basketball. you stay up. You stay up all night for them. There's there's the there's the games you stay up all night for. Then there's the games you catch in the morning. NBA Finals. That was a morning watch. Sixers. I was over in Philly when it was happening. Obviously, the Eagles playoff game was the last one I stayed up all night for. It was that Giants all well, the Super Bowl and then the Super Giants Bowl, yeah. game. The Phillies, I did a couple of their World Series stay up all night, but you know it's it's not it's not easy, you know, because you also you don't want to fall asleep, you know. You, once I commit to it, once you do the overnight, like you can't fall asleep. I mean, it's not like Netflix where you can just pick up wherever you left off. Like, yeah, fuck if I if I fast forward a little too far, a couple minutes, we got a problem. There's some, got a problem. some big things going on. <laughs> and, you know, it's not like we can just pause this. It's 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 tough. It's not easy. Plus, it makes it much tougher to go to sleep when the game's already started. And you're already glued in, and now you know you're like, oh, I can't leave now. Going a twenty to oh run. That's true. Like, it's, That's true. Hey, the struggle, the struggle. Me and the Japan guy in the tub definitely can understand it. 
Can I say um, one thing, but like completely off topic, because Terrell was hitting on this when he was like talking about how Denver is a great sports city, which I would agree. And they obviously showed everyone that's out and about. It's great seeing like small market. I don't even I don't know if Denver's small market. It's a pretty like big city versus like mm. those big time, you know, like the L.A. effect, like when the Lakers were playing the Nuggets and they were going to Lakers games. And it was like I don't know, Prince Harry I saw was there. The Kardashian was there every other day. You know. Jack yeah. Nicholson, and then you go to Denver, and it's like you know, Russell Wilson would come every once in a while. Maybe Sean Payton came the one day, and that was big news. Mm-hmm. One guy though that popped up quite often, Peyton Manning, showing up I a lot that. of Denver games. I saw that. Yeah. Are we at the point where because he shows up to a lot of Denver stuff? Are we at the point where now Peyton Manning is like Broncos legend over Colts legend? Yes. The more yes. post like career Peyton, I yes. think he's leaning more towards the Broncos. Like now it's yeah, it's almost but... hard to remember that he was on the Colts. Well Yeah. He, that's kind of post life like... Peyton is all Denver. He is no, all Denver. I, I I feel like you get to pick I feel like you get to pick and choose when you win a championship in multiple places. Like if you ask Very Shaq true. right now who he is, he's LA. Regardless yeah. of the fact that he has the Miami. I feel like the same thing is true when it comes to Peyton Manning. He may have won that championship with the Colts, but the Broncos one may have meant more to him. Well, I mean, like that, that was on last... that, that argument. The Shaq argument's different. Like, obviously, yeah, he won three championships with the Lakers, yeah. but his most dominant years were there in L.A. Mm-hmm. Peyton only won one with the Colts, but his most dominant years there. He his Broncos championship was like Shaq's Miami championship. It was they a, were towards the I end. He like, was already a but legend. It was a walk off. It was a walk off win. True. It was, so it was Super like Bowl Fifty too. Yeah. All I know is since post post playing career, uh, it's almost like he's never played for the Colts. He is all Denver out. You see him I, all Denver everywhere. I I kind of agree, but also like if you were given the option of like like assuming maybe he lives there, like would you rather live in Indianapolis or would you rather live in Colorado? Not, I feel like that's not really Colorado a choice I mean, there. I mean, I don't. I mean, I, I, I've never been to Indy, but you know, it's, it's a lot it's, of years there. There ain't, there ain't nothing there. Yeah, I heard it's the city, and then it's like, uh, oh wow, look at that! I can't see anything in the distance. He doesn't like he he doesn't do anything. (laughs) He doesn't do anything with the Colts, let alone Indy. He doesn't go to Pacers games. That's maybe there's maybe there's weird bad blood that we don't know about. I think of him more of like it's like a Kurt Warner thing. I feel like like Kurt Warner finished his career with the Cardinals and like did a lot of good stuff for him, but like people think of Kurt Warner like oh he was a Rams legend quarterback. I still think of Peyton Manning as a Colts well, sure. legend, not a Broncos legend. But I don't know, man. He's big in the Denver scene now. I there was talks that he was going to be a GM, you know? and then he was, in, you know, maybe the, the Pacers, ownership. And... If the Pacers were in the finals, I'm sure he would be there. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. He's all Denver, man. He's it's he doesn't even remember the Colts. Hmm. I don't know. Um, I I do want to say I, <laughs> Tyrell and I talked about this. Isn't it interesting how? Jokic's brothers are just tatted up from head to toe, and he doesn't. Jokic doesn't have a single tattoo on his body. Tyrell's Bro, convinced, Tyrell and I convinced they're, that they're, they're celebs. They're mafia. <laughs> they are. They are. They definitely are. I don't care what anybody yeah. says, but they're they're dope too, though. Like the city loves them. Like other fans love them and yeah, recognize like them. Like they're too. they're really dope too. So yeah, man. But to go off of my other point, I was trying to make earlier. Um, I'm one of those, I try to be, um, I'm one of the, like, a more humble fan, as you could say, um, because I knew that the second 
like Denver won, the Philly slander was going to start online, going crazy, like Embiid and Embiid and Embiid. All sort of Honestly, stuff. it's but the reverse. Like, then people start shit on Embiid out of nowhere when he's not even playing right now. Yeah, like it's that, just, for me, it's I so was irrelevant like, in this yeah, argument. It's it, almost like all that arguing about MVP, like he just schooled him. I, like my thing is this: like they're two incredible players, and I had said from the jump, I never wanted to smoke with Philly. <laughs> ever so it's ironic that of course the two best centers now they got and they don't they don't have beef but like the fans go back and forth between like who's better and stuff like that i'm glad Jokic won and all this other stuff obviously he plays on my favorite team i just don't want to see people start to give up on and beat as if he's not talented like that dude's still talented now well, yeah. he's got to get healthier and he's got to show up in the playoffs because like y'all need him like the fact that james gave y'all two 40 point games and he's a bum Let's just get that out of there. Like, James Harden is trash. But Embiid couldn't give you, like, a 50 ball in any mm-hmm. of those games or to kind of take over a yeah. game for y'all and kind of, like, yeah. I don't know. Like, some of it, may, maybe it's coaching and it's the system that they're playing in or how much they have to rely on him. Maybe, the, you know, the Celtics just built, you know, the wall the best way that they could and, and Embiid really couldn't overcome it or whatever the case may be. But as a fan, like, you want to see that. So I'm hoping that he comes back with some fire, like, and, and I hope that that um, that Philly keeps the dedication to him because he he's he's legit, man. Like he, he's yeah, legit no, I, I, I think for sure. What I, I think the biggest problem is between like Denver and Philly, which I noticed, and really Denver going against the model of just get as many superstar players as you can and throw them on a team, see what happens. You'll win some games. Denver is just perfectly built. They've got a superstar. They know what he does. They know what he's really good at. They know what he's not good at. They go and get two knockdown shooters you know, to play against this guy who's the greatest assist man is a big man. Guy can't play any defense, so they go and trade for a power forward who's not going to give you anything offensively but can guard literally anyone on that floor. He's so athletic, can move anywhere. Like, the team is so beautifully built. Even KCP fits in so well. Just an extra shooter who knows his role. He's been on championship team. I even like, you know, Bruce Brown is like that hot, you know, the microwave scorer gets hot whenever off the bench. The rookie Christian Brown was like, he's a just a young athletic, put his, you know, head down and tenacious defender. Like it just, it more, it's like miraculous to see this nowadays in the NBA, just a team perfectly built. Because most people do like, you know, like you were saying, well, I think the problem with Embiid is you got Embiid and it's just like, well, fuck it. Embiid will figure it out. You know, let's give him this bum of a coach. Let's bring in this superstar who's clearly on the decline and doesn't really fit this system at all. Uh-huh. And just throw a whole bunch of random people on the floor and see what happens. It's, that is my biggest takeaway is how well the Nuggets are built, like just to build around their star and in general. And I think you look yeah. at and the go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was going to say, and the other thing about that too, which brought up another like really cool debate too, is like I feel like anymore the hype at the end of the NBA season is always free agency. Who's going where? Who's about to get traded? Who's about to end up at this place? But when you think about, like, the dynasties and stuff like that, so, like, minus Kevin Durant, the Golden State Warriors, they were all built through the draft. This Nuggets team, all built through the draft, minus Aaron Gordon, who got traded late, and then KCP with the signing or whatever, trade, Bruce Brown. Perfect but, like, Aaron Gordon. All, no, like, the main – the yeah, the main – bowl, bowl, and a couple picks. Like, when you think about it, like, you got you almost have to it, it, when stuff like this happens it's like you almost have to rethink it's like yo it's going out on free agency and trying to pay all these people and trying to find this perfect match like the way to go and like mm-hmm. not prioritizing the picks because you're trading away your future to win now and then when it doesn't happen now then you're pissed and then you have no picks 
because you traded all of them. So now it's like, if we don't win now, we're not going to win for another like 10 years. Because oh, yeah. Now we, mean, have, we, we just have these people. So these trades too, like look at trades like Paul George, the Clippers, or like James Harden to the Nets. Like they cost everything. That's your whole franchise. Mm-hmm. Crazy to say when this trade happened, but Aaron Gordon being traded to the Nuggets was more impactful than Paul George to the Clippers or James Harden to the uh, Nets. And mm-hmm. like even trades, I mean, different level, but. I mean, because Drew Holiday cost you a ton. But Drew Holiday was very instrumental in the Bucks winning championship. He played a perfect role. Aaron Gordon is just like, it's more impressive. It didn't really cost you anything, and he was vital. Like, he was so important in that series. He played an incredible role. He is in the perfect situation playing next to Jokic. And Jokic has the yeah. perfect partner in the front court in Aaron Gordon, which is wild because you think Aaron Gordon's a solid player, but he's, you know, he's whatever. But in this team, he's so he fits in exactly what they need. And that's all too that teams have built. I mean, looking into next year, I mean, they have to be your favorite. There's a lot of question marks around a lot of teams, not the Nuggets. Yeah, they, they already mm-hmm. said during the parade they're trying to bring back Bruce, so they're not trying to maneuver from him. Everybody's yeah, currently under guy. contract. That's, who, that's your uh, yeah. free agents. Yeah, like, literally, right, yeah. literally, we're trying to bring back Bruce Brown. Jokic is the oldest player on that team. He's 28. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. Aaron Gordon guarded. Aaron Gordon, I agree with your point Tim is like being a part of our success this man guarded the best player on everybody else's team all the way through those playoffs and they have that nice play where they dump it into Jokic in the middle he cuts off the backside they throw the oop bruh magic it's magic I was gonna say um different levels of their career and different you know talent at the time but when Aaron Gordon was essentially the best player on the Orlando Magic um winning dunk or getting robbed of dunk contest wins or did he win i don't remember anyways he got he got robbed it was a hot topic you know that was the most exciting that was was the last great dunk contest bro i don't know my boy matt mcclung the last one was good the last the recent one was good yeah yeah that was the resurrection it was that's true but those two dunk contests are all time Six has really signed a guy just just so we could end the dunk contest. See, that's the the future of the dunk contest. (laughs) They need some of the more G League guys that go and they're like, you know what? If I show out here, man, get on the court. You know, it it's like the forty yard dash for the NFL. If you want a quick forty yard dash, I don't care who you are, if you've ever played before, you'll get a chance. If you throw down in a dunk contest, Mac McClung, man, he's out there. I wanted him just to play, just so you know, sell some tickets. I was all for it. I had no yeah. idea he was in our G League team until that dunk contest. But you best believe that day after, I was calling for him to get called up. Um, but anyways, I was going to say, so Aaron Gordon, um, reminds me of one of my favorite players a little bit, um, Andre Iguodala. So Iguodala was like the guy in Philly after AI left, obviously, but he never really like fit that role. Um, and then I think he bounced around like two or three teams, but then found his spot with the, uh, Golden State Warriors. Um, and then obviously won finals MVP that one year they, they won the, the championship because he was huge on defense, like one of the reasons they helped win that um, series. And it reminds me a little bit of Aaron Gordon, because he, like I said, he was that guy in Orlando, then comes to a team, was a little slow to get started, and found his way. And, I mean, how many defensive stops did you see him make and get rebounds at, call, at important times um, during the whole playoff run? And I think he, like you guys were saying, he kind of fit in like a perfect puzzle piece. And like I said to Tyrell um, when we were talking the other day, it's like, you kind of saw what the Lakers were trying to do. They were making all these trades and adjustments leading up to the the uh, you know deadline, and they put together a really good team that helped get them into the playoffs. But Denver has been like assembling this team for a couple of years now, and like this is like the fruits of their labor. Um, 
and it's just a well-oiled machine. Like there's, they could probably be, they probably would have been almost any team that came out of the East. I think oh, yeah, the Celtics, they would have, they would have spanked their butts, but they would have had no problem with the Celtics. Either. They were no. clearly the best team. And I mean, going and looking at the next year, like with, with the West or what it is, they're like set. They're ready to go. They're talking about their six man bringing them back. I'd be surprised if he didn't want to stay, but then you got like teams like, the Warriors, I, who knows what's going to happen there? They're either going to pay a billion-dollar tax deficit or they're going to have to say goodbye to some of these core pieces of the dynasty. I mean, the Grizzlies, they haven't even started, and they seem like they're falling apart. I mean, John might be in jail there. He said Dylan Brooks could come back for a bag of peanuts and you know a $10 bill, and he's not, you know, we're not offering it. Yeah. Lakers, I mean, LeBron is still LeBron. He's still great, but he definitely showed a little – Father Time called on, called off to him this year. It wasn't LeBron's fault that they got swept. It's more because Anthony Davis is – softer than overcooked pasta but anthony <laughs> you know lebron james is no longer the guy that could just go win a series because it did you know because he can he's definitely showed his age i mean i'm not gonna buy the clippers until they stay healthy and who knows what's gonna happen with the suns i mean they got talent but you know their roster problems you know the chris paul could be on the way like the nuggets look like they're ready to go again and they were so dominant this year like I just don't think they're going to have any problem competing with whoever it is with a lot of uncertainty. Uh, yeah, I did. I did run a quick poll and I saw people were saying it was about 60, 40. Um, will the Nuggets repeat? And 60 said no, but 40 is pretty good for a yes, they'll repeat. That shows how weird the West is because the West used to be this powerhouse. And now it's like there's like three, maybe four elite teams. And then the rest are like fodder. Whereas the East, well, I mean, going East into is more the, balanced. The playoffs. Yeah, everyone was saying they were loaded. I mean, the the Warriors were a playing team. Yeah, you know, yeah. the team that won the championship the year before. But they're just, I don't know. I think everyone really got exposed in the playoffs, yeah. one way or another. Except uh, for the Nuggets, who just look incredible. Speaking of, yeah, speaking of, so to cap it off, congrats to the Nuggets and uh, Jokic. Which I will say, people often forget because they just like to start trouble. Joel Embiid won the regular season MVP, which means he was the best player during the regular season. Jokic was by far the best player in all of the playoffs, you know, even the finals, but like throughout the playoffs. He averaged like 30 points a game or 28 points a game or something like that through the whole playoffs. Yeah, he's almost a triple double. And seven. Yeah, almost a triple seven. double. Um, but yeah, I just think people are silly trying to bring up Embiid again because it's like, not to knock Jokic, but he won back-to-back NBA um, MVPs the regular season and then did nothing in the playoffs. So there's got to be a give and take. But regardless, what was your guys' kind of take from the entire playoffs as a whole? Like, obviously the Heat making it as an eight seed and having to do the play-in after losing the first game was pretty impressive. But um, what did you think overall of, you know, the NBA playoff tournament, if you want to call it, anything that kind of stuck out to you? I mean, go ahead, guest. You're still living on your high horse. <laughs> uh, I would say a um, lot of slander for the Heat, but uh, yeah, two final two finals appearances in four years. I don't. It's I know it's, I know, it's wild. Yeah, I it's so wild. I I know a lot of people have the narrative it was you know fluke and this that and the third about you don't fluke the only way. thing yeah. And, and that's what I was gonna say. You can't fluke your way to to the to the conference finals two out of four years. But I will say, if there was one over, like there there was one glaring thing that always rings in my head, bro. Healthiest team wins. Healthiest yeah. team yeah. wins. Hundred yeah. percent. Like 
you think about Giannis goes down halfway oh, through, or not even halfway through, the, end of the, the literally the playoffs. end of the first, get, bro, the end of like the, it was like the, it was like what, 11, 10 minutes or whatever, 10 or 11 minutes in uh, the first quarter. He goes down. He's out the next two games. He comes back. They're already in a deficit. Now, everyone else on the Bucks should have stepped up because they have a deep roster, but mm-hmm. that also shows that the Heat were ready. Yeah. On the other hand, the Heat were also extremely hurt. Victor Oladipo tears his ACL. He goes down. Tyler Hero breaks his hand. Like, he goes down. So they he were never, missing some He didn't play at all, right? Like Hero? No. Yeah. And that was the thing. He was available for game five. He was supposed to play, play game they thought game two maybe, and then they just kept pushing. Uh, you weren't going to throw him yeah. in out there, though. That would have, you know. A one-handed what, hero is better than uh, Donis has him off the bench, so I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you have guys that, like, uh, Vincent, Martin, you're not going to cut out their minutes to bring in a guy. And they were, and they the were playing incredible basketball. They were playing incredible exactly. basketball. There's no like, way regardless of the whole court. undrafted narrative and stuff like that, like, bro, we got second-rounders. Like, who cares? Like, at the end of the day, they were balling. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Definitely say that the the Heat did their thing. So I, I thought that was really dope to see them come back because especially especially because this also shows that the bubble wasn't no bullshit. Because all those teams who were competing yeah. in the bubble were right here, right yep. competing again for a championship. I think we, like I that think we bubble, talked about that. Putting yeah. the, yes, putting the asterisk on the bubble. I had said from jump was bullshit just because of like, oh well, you know it doesn't count, and then twenty extra games, and then it's like all this like weird stuff in Orlando. I'm like, no, bro. There was excellent basketball being played in the bubble, legit basketball being played. So I'm still convinced the that, bubble I'm convinced the bubble happened and sorry to interrupt you. The the bubble happened in like a whole nother dimension. Cause all these stories I keep mm. hearing of these players like, yeah, you know, we had practice and then I like went to the pool and had a margarita. I was like, what 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 world was this in? Like I literally y'all were just because they were on the best they were time of your life. They were, they were all in one central location. You couldn't do anything yeah. but play basketball and hang out. I think that so, was the same time that the whole thing with the Suns team came out where they all like ran through the same chick or something. Like it was, it was wild. We're PG 13, everyone. It was a wild time. time. A, That's Dakota's time, lasting bro. memory of the 2020. You know, he doesn't remember anything else. All, he just remembers the Suns story. Yeah. yeah. Not, not, not he couldn't Martin even tell it. you who was in the Western <laughs> Conference finals, but he'll tell not, you how many Suns not, players not, were in that not, hotel room. <laughs> Not James no. Harden and Lou Williams getting suspended for two games for going to the strip we're going club. To the club. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. He was in favor. He violated COVID will. protocols. Oh my god! Yeah, that's bad. No, my, my, I, I would say my wild. biggest takeaways from the playoffs this year, though, were just health. Healthiest teams always gonna win. Yeah, that's true. I mean, um, yeah, get hot, stay healthy. I mean, yeah, that, and then I, I look at also like player recovery. Um, you look at Jamal Murray, the path that he had to take to get to back to where he is now. Um, but on the, the converse side, I mean, I, I was pretty, you know, vocal about this, that I think, unfortunately, Clay Thompson was like visually not himself. And I think he's still recovering from the, the injury he sustained last year. And, you know, the obviously the the Warriors might have been the biggest disappointment in the playoffs. I, I mean, they took the Kings to seven and the Kings were, you know, a great story. Would have loved to see them win, but then second round they really just fell apart and like the beam team, the beam team. I just saw the beam, yeah, like the beam. I just saw like Curry was just taking dumb shots. I forgot all about that. Yeah, that's when you realize how how long the playoffs are. It's really yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, what are your takeaways? April to June. I think it's. I mean, where the NBA right now is, you know, I, I think just the parity. You know, in the age of super teams and just 
teams being so stacked. Like they remember the years when it was the Warriors and Cavaliers were going to play in the finals before the opening tip. We like just knew that five straight years that they faced their fourth. Yeah, we just but like those KD Warriors were always going to the finals, and the East was so bad that LeBron was going to the finals. Like we just knew every single year what was going to happen. This year, man, you really you had no idea. I mean, anyone could shock anyone at any moment. Like there was so many up and downs. You know, the Warriors knocked off this hot team, the Kings. You know, they got you know the Warriors defending champs came up, got all hyped up, knocked off a top team, and he thought, oh man, the Warriors are coming around. Let's see. And then the Lakers come and they knock him off. Like nah, nah, nah. All right, LeBron's time. LeBron's stepping up. We're back to Bron time. The Lakers were waiting for this. And then they got embarrassed. Like, they just got completely, see you later. There was no competition, no nothing. Katie and the Suns, kind of disappointed. You know, then you go to the East. I mean, I know Giannis got hurt and the Heat knocked him off. But, I mean, they really didn't have any problems with the Celtics, minus, you know, them letting creeping back into it. Sixers imploded like normal, but that's, like, about the only consistency you can count on every single year. But, I, I mean, saw, like, it's just wide open, just wide open all year, you know. Teams even that lost in the first round, like you know, like the Bucks, you know, the Grizzlies, the Kings, kind of teams you thought were going to make some noise, just didn't do anything. Clippers, um, just it's a good good spot where the league is right now. You know, I'm the super teams obviously was good. I think the super team probably helped the league, but I'm kind I like when it's wide open like this. I like when teams have to play together. You know, it's more than just getting super talented players and throwing one a team and they'll figure it out. You know, you got like an actual roster teams that compete. Uh, I like where it's at now. Wide open. And you know what? I mean, the Nuggets are probably my favorite next year, but it's completely wide open again. Oh, yeah. 100%. I was even uh, I was listening to some analytics even just like um, this morning. And Kendrick Perkins had said, like, the years of, like, dynasties and repeats is over. Because even think about the last five years, we've had five different champions. Like, no one is coming yeah. in. Oh, it's beautiful. And it's so, crazy, yeah. and it's so dominant. That they're just running through teams like you. When was the la- the last repeat? Was that Lakers team from oh one oh two oh three with uh with Kobe and Shaq? Like that's the last time everybody's ever repeated. The last repeat was the damn uh, Golden State Warriors, like yeah. when they had KD. Like that doesn't happen nearly as often anymore. Like every single year, there's always some team. There's always health. There's always something that happens. Um, that, I mean, that you should the balance. Last 20 years of basketball, you can just sum up in four teams pretty much. The yeah. Lakers, the Spurs, the Heat, yeah. and the Warriors. I Like, I mean, that's like 20 years of, you know, maybe five or so championships that weren't won by them. I mean, the number actually might be less than that. There's not many teams outside those four that have won a championship the last 20 years. And now you're talking about five years, five different champions. It's really nice to see. I mean, I, I like seeing it. I like the wide open league. I mean, it just makes the playoffs so much better. You know, you, you never know. Like every game is must see because you never know what's going to happen. I feel like um, a little bit we're seeing that as well. Um, well, definitely in the NHL, but a little bit in the NFL too. Like we've this kind of like passing of the torch thing where there's like a transition from like these super teams that are always in it. Like, I mean, the NFL, um, you know, the Bengals and the Bills are kind of the new kids on the block who are really dominant. Um and then you have in the NHL, they had what was like the Dallas Stars, the Golden Knights, um, Florida Panthers. Oh, shout out Florida. You guys are you're like trying to be Philly so bad. <laughs> South Florida just take taking L's. They just, we feel your pain. 
Shout out to you. But you know what? They, I mean, besides the Phillies, like these, those, I don't know. They deserve nowhere. Neither of them deserve to be anywhere near that finals. Oh no! It's a shame no. that they both both were exposed as being like small. really not the. I think the Florida Panthers were a wild card team. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, they were. They were the second. Yeah, wild they went card against team. the Bruins. They knocked off the Bruins. Oh, that's right. Yeah, season yeah, in yeah. NHL history. That was awesome. I hate the. Fucking but they Bruins. kind of both ran into some <laughs> buzzsaws. I mean, that that Vegas team was nasty, and oh, the Nuggets were. obviously oh, already said how great were they were. Um, but yeah, those like so the Panthers, the Stars, the the Carolina Hurricanes, and then the Knights who won um the other day. Those four teams, like that's been the most different. That's not the right word, but that's the most unique matchup for the last four teams we've had in the NHL in like 20 years. Like normally there's at least one or two repeat teams like Red Wings for a while. Then it was the Penguins for a while, but it was really cool to see. And like you guys are saying, like it's nice to not see like daddy LeBron and, you know, Steph Curry, uh, you know, owning the the finals and there's some variety in there. And wide open, you, you like, it's, yeah, you like the little like... Uh, Cinderella stories, you know, Panthers and heat. Too bad they couldn't get it done, but uh, it was it was cool to cool to see, you know. I, I gotta say, so before, like, to end on the topic here, since we're talking about championships and everything, because okay. I honestly we've had some like really good scenarios and ones we just missed out of. The city and the team, best like championship night celebration. Like, I go to the, like the Vegas Knights, like they won in Vegas. Like, oh my god, that must have been wild. Mm. That team yeah. probably went and had a time of their life. You hear stories of like when Dallas beat the Heat, you know, the Mavericks beat the Heat uh, back in 2011. They went and just ran the nightlife there. Mark Cuban was out there just blowing more money than anyone could dream of. <laughs> you know, but the like, obviously, like a night out with like Jerry and the Cowboys fans, that'd probably be a lot of fun. I've never been to Dallas, but I would imagine that if Jerry's maxing out those credit cards, my God, Jerry probably would sell a jet to, you know, party. He's a guy that would be like, I'm going to buy this club. We're just going to party. We're just going to own it. Which which team and city are, are you going out and having a rager with after they win? Well, besides Philly. I mean, you can keep it on the table. But, I mean, you know, it's, 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 think you're an outsider. Outs- think you're, outside. Think you, you think you're a Jokic hmm. coming from, well, you know, maybe Jokic is the best one. Think you're some international kid coming to a city. I think, honestly, the best mixture of, like, team history pedigree and nightlife and it's kind of a cop-out answer and maybe it's terrible but the lakers have always had that lore in la i had never been out to la that was literally my answer my literal never been out to LA, la but like i mean mm. miami's a good one but like no one actually in miami gives a shit about sports you know or definitely not the heat like you know <laughs> they, they don't care i feel like but they can. LA, the are a pretty good team the last 20 years yeah exactly well, that that doesn't mean anything that's easy like to support a team when they're really good like I give LA like credit. Like, the all the time. You... <laughs> yeah, I know, but you know, you're all frauds and you know phonies out in LA. Don't like the Chargers don't have mm. fans. No one gives a shit about the Rams. <laughs> but true. I feel like the Lakers actually like have diehard fans that when they're terrible, they still show up. I feel like if oh, they 100%, win, like, the they whole have, city they have pedigree. They have pedigree. Oh yeah, and I mean never been out there. But you can't really find a better like I mean Vegas seems fun and all they love their hockey team but let's be honest they've been around for six years they don't know it I will they, say they, they I, like not not I don't I can't give you an answer on like a specific like if any team won today but I feel like from like a sports fan perspective and this place is a little bit of a cesspool but Cleveland when LeBron oh came back to the oh, city no you LeBron just, you just came don't, back to you Cleveland. Don't get... 
You don't came, get the assignment. You just don't back, get it. He came back to Cleveland. Cleveland. You're not getting it. Coming down oh, three one. That shit must have been rocking. But to answer you your are question, not understanding this. The, let the me assignment think. Here. Let me think. Honestly, yeah, the Lakers is a bit of a cop out. Um, and I'm not gonna pick Philly because that's an obvious answer for us. But I don't know. You want Cleveland? Like... Oh, damn, you, you're oh, over here specific, ripping Indianapolis. Specific timeline there, but. And I feel like the Raiders, uh, like if the Raiders won, I, that'd be pretty. Listen, no, tell me, wild. bring me I back. One. I think it was. I think the Lakers that second that second run with Kobe. I think they beat the Lake the Celtics before the Magic. They were terrible for a long time. That championship against the Celtics. I want to say it went Game Seven. Maybe I'm wrong, but mm. that was probably a time. I got one. Okay, I know right now that let's say next season this team wins a championship, we might lose the entire city. I'm not kidding. The Denver? whole thing might just get deleted off the map. No, not Denver. Not Denver. New York. Let the Knicks win a championship. Oh, you're right. Let the Knicks even, win a championship. I didn't even think of that. Bro, they go crazy That's That's every yeah. night they win a playoff game. Like That's you gotta true. imagine. Yo, we outside. We outside. <laughs> Yo, New York would be a madhouse. We would literally lose every single borough. <laughs> the next one to change. Uh, you're not you're not over. wrong about that. They and over. that kind of throws in Dakota's terrible answer of Cleveland in it too. Like, you know, they've been so irrelevant for so long. I meant it. That was I'm a specific a, time. I'm saying that not, is, I wouldn't, that I wouldn't go still, out to that, Cleveland. That was horrendous answer. That oh, was. No. We're talking about right, Vegas, Miami, New York, LA. You go with Cleveland, and you're out of your. The mind. experience, you know, of celebrating say, LeBron coming back from three to one, one winning his, and they still. Come they, on now. They still they still love LeBron in that city and their economy went up by like what 1.5 mil just for hosting the All-Star weekend. Like they, oh, they, sports, they 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 go the crazy booster. I'll tell you sports. one other thing, one one other one that kind of combines New York and Dakota's ridiculous take about Cleveland. If you go international, Mr. Worldwide like I am, Toronto uh-huh. Maple Leafs winning the Stanley Cup, that would probably ruin the whole country. I I mean, I don't know how divided they are i feel like ha- have they won no Ever? they've been irrelevant right. i mean they're decent now yeah. but they they've they like can't even get out of the first round of the playoffs they are, like, they, you know they're the sixers of the nhl they just can't <laughs> they can't do anything in the playoffs they'll be good no, all they, year and then they're like ass in the playoffs they're like but they are doing they can't love, love that's them all country hockey. oh god Canada yeah that's love them some hockey because you know what and i almost like because one thing there was a big you know soccer game and a lot of people ripped me apart when i called this the soccer game but there's a champions league final uh milan or i think it was milan played uh man city you know england versus italy and i was like this seems obvious aren't you guys all just rooting for england like fuck no i hate man city i i, I hope the italians win and i was like all right that's interesting take but i guess i get it I wouldn't root for the Cowboys if they were playing in an international football game, but I don't know. Patriotism, maybe, but we'll see. In Canada, I, I you know, I have nothing to back this up, but I feel like outside of Toronto, even if you hated Toronto, you would celebrate a Canadian Stanley Cup. Like, I, I feel like in one way or another, it's almost like a Can- Canada versus America league. You know, it's, it's almost split. Like, I think it's like 40, 60, 30, 70. Your Canadian mm-hmm. team pulls it out. Like, the whole city, the whole country's partying. Man, your fans might hate Man City against Italy, but I think if Toronto wins, people in Ontario and Vancouver are partying too. I mean, what was the year? I forget. Vancouver, I think it was, that lost to Boston like 10 years ago, or and they nearly burnt the city down. Imagine that, but like joyous. Yeah. I mean, I don't – also, I don't want to be there for this, but I'm sure if the Cowboys somehow ever win a Super Bowl that 
there that oh, that place will, oh, yeah. that place that, will that burn place down. Would be, be, Joe Jerry will just you know throw... we're just, you know we're celebrating our ten thousandth day that the Cowboys haven't won a Super Bowl. It's been ten thousand days. Well, I hope it's <laughs> cheers 10, to that. I hope it continues more. ten thousand more. Bro, yeah. bro, anyone else can win a chip, just not the not the damn Cowboys, bro. Damn Cowboys. Jesus. See, Jesus. even though Tyrell's a Giants fan, we can at least respect that opinion that fuck the Cowboys. Bro, bro there's one thing that we will agree on is fuck <laughs> Dallas, like bro. Dallas. <laughs> That'd be like, it would just ruin so many sports talk shows, so many opinions. Oh, like, I know. We would lose so many jokes, the but I'll tell you this. NFL Jerry would throw would one hell of a party. <laughs> he would. He'd have all the Jerry would just, up. I mean, it'd be one, like the, every citizen of Dallas. Would be like get a free car, a free you know keg of beer. Here, which Jerry, who gives a shit? You know, it, it would be a time. I'll give him that. Yeah, it. That's I like, hope you know, it never happens. But I'll give you, know. you, I'll give you some credit. That was a really interesting and engaging question you asked. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Yeah, I usually do. I usually do. And yeah, no surprise to you. You come up with a ridiculous okay. answer. Okay, okay. Right, then, then I'll ask you. Any any championship time and place could be any time in history. That you wish you were a part of the celebration. Well, I mean, Eagle honestly, Super Bowl aside. Well, I wasn't a part of that one, so that would be my honest answer. But I think, hmm, let me think about it for a little bit. It's, it, you know, it, what you think? I don't want to rush think? it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyrell, I don't want to rush it. to interject if you have one. Chicago. Oh, the being, Cubs? Being the there Bulls? When, oh, the when Jordan oh, was the winning championships. Oh. When Jordan was winning oh, no. championships. That's not the way I would have gone. Cubs or Red Sox? That's it would have to be one of those. Mm. Nah, I'm okay. Nah, wait, the I'm Bulls. Okay. I, I mean, okay. the, what, what, which Cubs one are you gonna cool. wait? So, like, what the, the what was it? How many straight championships did he win? Three. He won them in threes. Threes, yeah. Yeah, but by the third one, you don't even give a shit anymore. I, I mean, it's history. Nah, yeah, that yeah. was Jordan. Yeah, yeah, for the historical. Background, yeah, like I, I, I would go with that one. Probably Chicago was probably living like, nah. like we don't give a fuck about nothing. We went bro, in the championships. Out. We what? outside, bro. Bro, watch, watch the documentaries, bro. They were boarding up windows. <laughs> like the city was out there. Uh, I mean, it nah, is Red Sox. Red Sox, two thousand four. <laughs> Red Sox, two thousand four. That's what I, I, I pick. What was that? That was. Why am I blanking on this? Why was that significant? It was the Bambino, the Babe Ruth trade. They were they were like oh. hundreds of years, you know. Mm. It was just as long as I mean, give or take a couple of years, but it was right around the same length of the Cubs thing, I think. Phillies but, I mean, World this... Series, not to be biased, but Phillies World Series in 08 was pretty special. Oh yeah, that was blessed. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Besides that, you know, not being a homer, I'm trying to think of like really important so because I feel like for me it's not just like you know the like people would say like maybe the Patriot one the Patriots Super Bowls but I'm like eh it's like what's something that's like the first truly, one will be fun truly Especially, I got I got I got a, I got another one I got okay. another one okay Cleveland 2016 that's what I do. <laughs> fuck you <laughs> fuck you <laughs> the whole point of this question is so we would say that that's that was Dakota's main objective with no this. well it spurred that that answer spurred the question uh, yeah but the whole the only reason he asked this was so that he. Yeah, I, I got exactly you. Right. I got you. You wanted me to bring it back up. They came bro, back from down three one. LeBron was on his bully. You already know, Cleveland. bro. You, bro, you can't tell me coming back three one isn't dope. Like that's such a that's such an awesome thing to say in the finals. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I would I would definitely. I mean, yeah. That obviously that's up there. 
I take the historic route with probably the Red Sox. The Cubs won't be fun, but I think the Red Sox had a cooler run to the. Although the Cubs were in Game Seven, that you can't ignore it either. That would have been wild. What did he say when when he wanted to say, "Is it Cleveland? This is for you." Wasn't that the uh, the phrase? And you know what? Dakota wishes that was the one day. If you put him on any day of the entire world history, that was it. I, every other day, I'm a LeBron fan, and then a LeBron like, eh. But uh, he's had a lot. He's been part of a lot of historic shit. Like you can't even. I mean, obviously, he's one of the one or two best players ever. But he's been part of some really historic runs. He was like what eight, eight or seven or eight straight finals appearances with like two, two or three different, three different teams, but like. Technically, two different teams, but eight different eight appearances in a row. Yeah. Eight, yeah. Cleveland, Miami, Cleveland. Yeah, that's. And then he made made one with the Lakers. Like it's wild, but yeah. we digress. So, to kind of close out, what are we looking at for? I mean, there's already been tons of uh, rumors swirling about the off season and where certain players are going to go. What's James Harden doing? Which place has the best strip club location for him? Um, Houston. Now I saw a rumor that now Philly wants to bring him back on like a team friendly deal. Like, can we just move on? Like, just find something else. Like, it clearly didn't work. He disappeared. He put up forty five and then said, "I'm all right. I'm good." And then he put up forty. He's like, "Ah, right, yeah, I'm good." You know, I, I just at one point is like enough enough with this guy. He's been in the league long enough that people have seen what he does in the playoffs. So let Maxi kind of keep building up. Um, Bradley Beal, I mean, the, you know, the Washington gave him the don't touch know, it. They gave don't him touch the, it. They gave don't him the, touch the it. bank accounts to half of Washington, and now they're trying to get rid of him. So this Bro. just seems like a tragic ending. I, I don't were you the one that said it. he was overrated? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Let me let me give my take on this. Okay, don't touch Bradley Beal with a 10-foot pole. Anybody? You, no, no. Leave him, leave his ass in Washington. I'll mm. tell you why. Okay. Bro, first of all, he has a no-trade clause on his contract. Unheard mm. of, because no one gets a no-trade clause. Like, obviously, like, everybody has, like, like LeBron, for example, has, like, you don't trade LeBron. Like, <laughs> Can I you mean, imagine? You, <laughs> like, he's just like, right, see ya. <laughs> like, like low-key, you don't trade Kevin Durant either, but that I digress. Yeah. The fact that he has that in his contract means that the team has to work with him hand in hand to figure out his trade. They can't do anything without his approval. One, yeah. two, that means that whatever they give up for him, it'll, they also have to somehow negotiate to be like, we're going to get you to a competitive team, but also we can't fully put Washington in the shitter. So it's going to constantly be a tug of war. Also, when he goes into like that next team that he would be on, he's already going to be on there for what, 250 mil, something like that. And then they're going to have the same deal. They're going to have the same problem, the no trade clause. Y'all going to have him that entire contract. There's no moving him. So in my opinion, there's no scenario that makes perfect sense. What are you going to trade him to Boston for Jalen Brown? Let him go ahead and play with JT because they're close personal friends. And then, and then that's going to work out better. Yeah, I don't, the, I don't the, know the, where like, the like the Kings is. were in talks with it. The Miami Heat are trying to get everybody. Like, <laughs> no, it's a, it's a weird situation. It. He's you've never him. seen a player that like has been on a shitty team for that long, and like he's very obviously not a number one, and almost you could make an argument he's not even a number two. Ah, like I mean, his his his. Uh, his look at him on the Nuggets. His, Put him on the Nuggets. He's, is he he's a number a three B. option he's or is he number B. two? He's, he's definitely oh, he's I definitely a one. That. I would say he's definitely a one B. 
this might be a hot take. He's a one oh, B the same way Jimmy Pat, Butler is a one best. He's a, he, Jimmy Butler's not a one B. I mean, he won the finals. He looked like a two A. He needs he needs <laughs> someone else. I'm telling you right now, he can't be the number one option. He needs someone else. He needs a he needs a co star better than he needs a co star better than Bam. But that's besides the point. Sure. Bradley Beal does, does he win? Bam. Okay, Bam. all right. Bam does he sucks. win? Does <laughs> Jimmy Butler win with Bradley Bradley Beal as his number two? Then I think I could have scored more points than Bam. <laughs> he's definitely not a one B. Yeah, he's uh, he's more of a two. <laughs> no, no, bro. Uh, I'll say I'll say this. Last thing that I have on Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal got his contract in Washington all the loyalty alone. Just solely because they loved him for the fact that similar to Dame, they figured this guy's going to be a lifer. So at the very least, if we're not going to win, we need to pay him. You can't then trade him. I don't care if he wants to go to a more competitive situation. You got to bring talent to Washington because trying to get rid of him at this point is going to prove to be too difficult. I would be thoroughly surprised if they were able to move Beal personally. Mm. So going off that, all those reasons, which I do agree with, Beal might be pretty cheap. He might find himself in a situation well, where they just, yeah, what else you got to do? Pay him a bank but, that, but, but see, But see, that's my problem, though. You pay Beal all this money. He's not an all-star. He wasn't on the mm. all-star team this year. He's never – when was the last time he was in talks for MVP? Like, I don't he, think he's ever been in he, talks for MVP. He averages about 20 points a game, which is about where you would want the Tyler Heroes and, like, your your second or third option at. Like, he's not – like, and like this said, is – I'm not going to, like – two guard yeah two guard one mm. but like and this isn't i'm not i i know i'm coming off a bit aggressive about bradley Beal. i don't you, mean it to be as aggressive <laughs> i don't hate him i don't hate him i just I don't know like, what do you do to you <laughs> i i know i just wouldn't touch it that's my take i just wouldn't touch it leave him alone keep mm. him there now if you want to try to persuade dame to go somewhere else so how about that like just, just throwing just throwing this out there because I think Bradley Beal is going to be had for much cheaper than what these normal superstar players bring in. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, he's not going to sniff what Drew Holiday got. Like, you know, Drew Holiday the was like four con- first contract, picks and all this. The contract alone means that you can't oh, move of course. him for a whole – you're not going to get a whole bunch. But, I mean, you, if you look at the contract, yeah, he's making a ton of money. He's like, uh, I want to say, what, 45, 45 mil, 46 mil around there. But he's 46, 47 mil. Tobias Harris is making right around like 39. I mean, mm-hmm. if you could just package maybe a Tobias Harris, some other, you know, a pick or two and some other filler, I would be against it. I mean, the, the Wizards have to take on salary. There's no way around this. They're, they have to. They're a team that stinks. Without Bradley Bill, they're definitely going to stink. I don't know how many more years Harris has, but I think expiring contracts and maybe a handful, you know, picks is probably what they're getting. They're not going to get any young, established talent. There's no way. Uh, they're not going to get those unprotected picks like down the road when the team might be terrible. They're going to get like a pick or two in the next three or four years and some expiring contracts. I mean, Beal controls too much. He's not going to a bad team. No one wants the contract. I, you know, I think, I think if it could be creative, I wouldn't be against it. If you get to buy Cyrus off this team, I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to like, you know, if you brought in Beal, you're not giving up like Tyrese Maxey for Beal. Like that, there's no way. They just wouldn't, so, wouldn't make sense. We're gonna do a quick little game here. I got five players. I'm gonna say stay or go. Means they go is traded, obviously. If you say go, you have to tell me where you think they might end up. So let's just start with the I like man, the creativity. I like the creativity. Man of, man, the man of the man of discussion, Bradley Beal. Stay or go. Stay. 
go. I say stay. Where is he going, Tim? That I don't know yet, but Toronto they're already talking about offers. <laughs> Maybe. Shanghai I Sharks? just don't what, – what, now that we're at the point where we're <laughs> accepting it, what, what is holding us back? The Wizards stink. You know, Beal, they've been loyal. Beal's been loyal to them. There's really no point in keeping them. They already said now that they're going to work with them. What what is there really to benefit either of them in this situation? Well, the Wizards days? are also they made mistake after mistake, and then they trade away one of their best players in Rui Hachimura for a bag of potato chips that was half dem- half empty. Um, I mean, uh, in the Wizards' fucking case, Kendrick Nunn. <laughs> I, really I just I just yo, can't. This is how I'm saying, bro. The league has to be rigged because there's no way that Rob trade... was able to pull off that much of the trade deadline. Our, our bro, friend Alex is a Wizards fan. I I text him. I was like, yo, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> who who allowed this to go through? <laughs> he was pretty upset. <laughs> but... There's just no like. I mean, the Wizards need to be terrible, and Bradley Beal unfortunately is going to keep him in that mediocre, you know, go nowhere playing, you yeah. know, right around that border game. I just I just don't see the reason why the Wizards keep him, even if it is you're getting expiring contracts and maybe a pick or two. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, I think the fact that they're working with them, they've already accepted they're not getting top dollar for him. They just right, well, you know, just get out of the contract. So where's he going? See, this is a tough fit. I don't, I don't know where I, he wants I, to I go. Thought, I thought the idea of Philly would be cool, and then I realized I don't know how that would really work, but... I don't know, man. I mean, I, I think Philly is a contender just because... Hardy leaves, you know. I feel like Tobias I do feel like Nick Nurse. That. Yeah, get rid of Tobias, and I feel like Nick Nurse is gonna try and maximize the. I mean, he maximized the, the talent he had in um, Toronto. I mean, he had you know obviously uh, Kawhi, but Kawhi is kind of the Embiid replacement for him. So he's got a superstar to kind of put people around. So it could work. I mean, it's a weird situation. I, I don't know. The no trade is going to prevent him. He's not going to go to any team that's not good. That eliminates he, yeah, all the like. You yeah, know. I, I. But most good teams aren't going to be able to afford him, and they're not going to want to bring him in. I could see trading, you know this trading him Sixers is going to be like trading Durant. Houston Rockets going to go him wherever he's going to go. The Nets yeah, are another team. <laughs> I, I think I think the Nets could probably pull it off. They don't really have any more any long term obligations. He could mm. probably want to go there. They have enough young guys that they could probably float him over without putting any too many picks into it. Yeah. Um. Inside that, I mean, it's a tough, tough sell. We'll just, I mean, just maybe the one. maybe pick the Pelicans. You got four I'd other say players. The, the Nets, Pelicans, and Sixers. Those that's are my still, three teams. That's still not out. one. Pick one. I, fuck that. No, no, I'm fine. <laughs> Cop out. I'll, I'll, I'll go with the Sixers. We're giving up Tobias Harris and a okay. bag of chips, and we're bringing in Bradley Beal. Are they hers, bag of chips, or, or Lay's? No, Uts. Oh. Oh. All right, I go. I still, I, I like the Uts, but I go with Lay's gang. Mm, I'm a Lay's guy. Sell out, guy. You're just, you're just a sellout. <laughs> sell out. <laughs> nah, ruffles, ruffles, ruffles. Oh, the ruffles. That cheddar sour you remember? cream onion Dude, is crazy. Now we're, see, now we're getting off topic. Do you remember when they yeah, put I was Anthony... gonna say, yo, give it, give the next player, give the next <laughs> you, player, stop, you, stop. No, no, stop, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Do you remember when they put Anthony Davis on the ruffles and like nobody was buying them <laughs> in New Orleans? Like. <laughs> They had rows of these chips with his fucking face on it, and nobody was buying them. Like, get this uh, shit out of here. Anyways, uh, all right. Next player, DeAndre Ayton. Stay or go? Uh, I'd, I'll say stay. Okay. Paul goes, he stays. Mm. Paul's gone, bro. He got waved. Yeah. Yeah, but he's gone. I just, I, I'd he's, be shocked if they moved on for both of them. 
he's gone and Monty Williams is gone. And Monty Williams is his biggest issue. So he's, he's really the might stay. Good for him. Yeah, he might stay. And, and he got Monty. a love Monty Williams got a lovely deal. To go As he deserved. Team. Yeah. It's oh true. Yeah. No, I didn't get that one. I just say we were I'm talking about stay. Aaron Gordon. I'm gonna say Aaron stay. Gordon fitting with Jokic. Aiden kind of fits with Durant. Durant's got all the offensive ability in the world, but he's not gonna guard the rim. So I don't see why they couldn't mix and match together. Hmm. Okay. I um I I think stay because they just don't find the right price that they want for him. Um next we have <clears throat> Zion Williamson. Does he stay? I I I know that's the, I know that's the obvious answer, but it nothing's been going good for that. He had a couple see of ya, good moments. Of but Tarot? So? Oh, Tarot says see ya. Where's he going? See ya. There's no Here's way. Here's my thing. In my personal opinion, keep Zion. He's had injuries, but that man is too dominant when he's healthy for you to just call it now. I get both sides of the argument, but that's my personal opinion. But I feel like they're getting impatient at this point. I looked it up yesterday. 328 possible games that he could have played in his four-year career, and he's played 114 of them. He's played a little over just one actual regular season of basketball in the NBA. I mean, you're not wrong. Like, I, I don't disagree. Like, it's ridiculous. So, how it's, but you like the first point you made. He's way too dominant in this. Bro, yeah, there's no way you're were giving the, up on him when before he was you healthy, see what he They were be. the number one seed this season in the yeah, West. So, there's no way you give up for him. Give him some time and have some conversations, but don't get rid of him. But, but I think that New Orleans is the type of organization where they've proven that they can build throughout the draft and they want to build throughout the draft. I say that if they send him to no either. Way. Yeah, bro. They're either <laughs> going to send him to Houston and get that number two pick so they can get Scoot, or they're going to try to go for that third pick and get it with the Blazers and give, and then Dame might have to make a decision on whether or not he's staying because they'll have Zion the by draft. then. They were irrelevant when they got uh, Anthony Davis was a generational talent. Now, I mean, granted, they've made some picks. Like, they haven't drafted anyone. They got they got a, a whole, you know, trove of different players because the Anthony Davis was demanding to go to the Lakers. There's no way Zion moves. There's just literally no way. They're, you they cannot give luck. up on him now. You need to see him a couple more years. I mean, yeah, he's been ridiculous. He, you know, he doesn't play because he's not Zion. I don't know how that works, but you know, <laughs> we also live through Markel Fultz's, you know, make believe injuries. I there's just no way you let him go until you see a full season out of him. Plus, like you trade him now. I mean, I, you know, he's on a big contract. He's constantly injured. Are you really selling him a top dollar? The other thing, too, is people have been talking about his passion. Like, does he actually want to be in New Orleans? Like, yeah, he signed that contract, but who's not going to take the money? Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. sure. But you know what? I'm not, I'm giving – I'm trying this out a couple more times before I call it quits. Me too. Me too. I just personally think that it, with the draft coming up, what is it, in a week? Is it what, next Thursday? Or is it today? Wait, mm, when's the draft? No, it's not today. No, it's not today. No, no, no. no. Next week. With the draft coming up in a week? They they're going they're they're going to make some considerations. Hmm. For sure. All I know if Zion was in this draft, he'd be going number two overall. And it wouldn't no necessarily one, be close. No, everybody knows who number one is. It's not even debatable. Dakota, is he staying or going? I, I think he has to. I, he has to stay. Like you, twenty three years old. You got to make it work. I mean, 
I know he's all about, try. you know, he's a little more focused on crawfish and women, it seems like. But hey, you know, get him back in the gym, get the get the teamwork going, and Harold's over here sweating because I'm saying sus things, but. Um, Bro, he said crawfish and women. That's great. Where where was the lie? Where was the lie? <laughs> it's, a, it's just hilarious. Um, I was gonna say Chris Paul. So there you go. But like Tyrell said, I forgot that he's been waived. So I guess we could just say, where do you think he's gonna go? Shanghai <laughs> with Dwight. <laughs> oh, Dwight with <laughs> that the, means yeah. Taiwan. Taiwan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Boogie's playing in Puerto Rico. Yeah, Horses. man, like, this is just, like, personally, like, it's one of those times, man, when this is, like, it doesn't matter, like, who you are, like, if you, like, the talent is too good at this point, like, if you really can't, like, be up to snuff, like, you really might end up getting the mellow treatment, no farewell tour, no nothing, you're just gonna, when the phone's not ringing, and you're just done, you're retired, same thing happened to Iman Shumper, same thing happened to Kendrick Perkins, same thing happened, like, Boogie's out the league, like, I don't know though. This really might be it for CP. I maybe someone gives him a chance, but I really think this is it for him. I could see him going maybe back to Houston if they're just trying to. I don't think he's going to want to chip no, at this point. No, he's not going to Houston. Why would Why would he want to go to Houston? They stink. I would like to. I Money. think I could see him Money. replacing. I could see him replacing Russell Westbrook with the Clippers. I think that's a good fit if they can move on from Westbrook. They're uh, looking I to resign really him like... to a one-year deal. Yeah, I'd really like to see. Um, I mean, I'd really kind of, I'd really like to see him go to a team like the Grizzlies, but it would never work with John Morant. They're both too ball dominant. But my God, that team needs some. They need a grown up in the room. They, they desperately need a grown up yeah. in the room. Yeah, he would be a great fit there. I don't think he would work well on the court because Jaws at best with the ball in his hand, and you know, Chris Paul isn't going to do much without it. And I think Jaws in the same boat. But I think I think move on from Russell Westbrook, he'd be a nice little slide in with the Clippers. He's less erratic. He can set him up. It's a reunion. Speaking of veteran talent, since you since you did bring up the Grizzlies, that would be like an adequate landing spot for Beal. If he was going to go anywhere, mm-hmm. you trade off. They have the depth. You can trade off a couple of pieces, not too many. Maybe you lose Desmond Bain, but also with how his shooting is, like that might be a good trade for them. Maybe some draft picks. You get Ja. Next to Beal, next to Triple J, maybe you keep Stephen Adams. Hate that. Or, yeah, I don't think that, that that might work. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, they definitely need a vet. They need a vet in the locker room. Okay. Um, and my final guy here, who love to see him in the Philly uniform, but I think he's gonna stay. Damian Lillard, stay or go? Ah, uh, he stays. Well, Tyrell's thinking about it. I don't know, bro, because Dame be so petty. He be so bro, petty, he's, bro. He is so because, hot and cold. Be, yeah, exactly. One day he'll be That's like, oh, I problem. love Portland. One We're going to win it's a just championship. Portland, Portland, Portland. Yeah. Then yep. it's the whole, I'm not waiting for no development. <laughs> and like, oh, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and, you know, my dream spots would be, you know, New York, Miami, this, that, and the third, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I don't know, bro. I say yeah. if he is going to. If he is gonna go, it has to be to Miami. I feel like Miami would be the best spot for him. You get With rid Jimmy of Hero. Star? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. If you want, bro, my whole like, you get Jimmy another co-star so that he doesn't have to be like one, but one A. That'd be get Dame on that team. Trade mm-hmm. Hero. Trade Duncan Robinson. Trade some picks. Give them some shooters and some young pieces to build around. And you go ahead and get Dame with Bam with uh with Jimmy. On that so team, trade Gabe, trade their Gabe whole Vincent. outside shooting game to get Dame and Jimmy together. They still have Gabe Vincent. They still have Caleb Martin. Okay, okay. 
It's good. To, I mean, keep Bam. I Hero is the big piece there. He fits the timeline. He's really young, and he's like he's a proven young guy. I mean, in these trades, the best thing you can get is proven young talent. Mm-hmm. You know, guys like when the Celtics were floating Jalen Brown out almost every year. You know, the Tyler Heroes, the you know Desmond Bain isn't in that class, but he's a young guy who's really good. Um, you know, those guys that you know are solid. You don't have to wait to see how the lottery balls, you know, work in your favor or not. Uh, I think the Heat have a real chance to get someone, but I, I'm not buying it. Dame's not going anywhere. They'll probably move the top five pick they have this year. Was it three or whatever? And and build yeah. around him that way. I don't see them moving him. And and that is the reason why I think Zion's on the move. I always try to do this on the podcast. I try to make one at least hot take or something like that. That's going to be my hot take. Zion mm-hmm. is getting moved during the draft. It's either to Houston or to Portland. Right, I'll make sure there's to, uh, no way. There yeah, is no check, way. Check, check back in. That's going to be my check hot take. Zion, Zion is gone for one of those two picks. That is bold. I mean, listen, they stuck around with Anthony Davis for as long as they could for a guy who was constantly injured himself. I mean, he didn't have That's as much true. lazy drama and, you know, he never once came out and said, I don't feel like Anthony, so I can't go play. But this team, it's not like they're that demanding of success and championships. They take what they can get. No one's coming to play for them. Random player I just thought of. Whatever happened to Porzingis? He's in Washington. <laughs> so that's that's funny. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> Washington, you're doing a great yeah. job. <laughs> yeah. And they got to figure out his contract. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, all right. Yeah, well, to kind of Very close small. out, yeah, so obviously uh, congratulations to the Nuggets. Congratulations to the Knights in the NHL. I know this was an NBA episode, but um, they had a crazy good run. They were super talented. Tim, I did text my one friend, Nicole, who was on um, the podcast before, and she said it's been – she lives in Vegas. She said it's been pretty normal, honestly. It hasn't been too That's because Vegas has only been around for six years. They they don't even care. Most most people there don't probably don't even know they have a team, and they're all transient. That's true. That's true. The people that were in Vegas when they won are gone. Are, not, are already home. gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't get me wrong. I mean, I guarantee you that was a party just because Vegas is a party every single day. You know, yeah. that was just something else. Yeah. What was that? Tuesday, Wednesday they won? Tuesday. Just made their, their normal Vegas Tuesday a little bigger, I guess. Mm, commute was just a little little heavier. They just there was someone else in the VIP section that Tuesday and it was the Vegas Knights. Okay. All right. Well, nice little little recap episode of the NBA and you know, looking forward a little bit to the trades in the offseason and uh obviously, you know, LeBron coming back and winning three to one is the best celebration you could have been a part of. Tim just seems to disagree, but we uh we digress. Yeah, Any final thoughts, gentlemen? Yeah, yeah, just... Um. Also, this is my final thought. Uh, Jalen Brown is staying on Celtics. He's not moving. No. Well, yeah, for sure. That, I mean, yeah, they didn't trade him uh, all the other times. They're not going to do it now. Well, he's a free agent. He is. Oh yeah, he's got to figure agent. out his. They're they got to figure out his offer, but I think he's going to stay. Why break up the team now? Come on, you guys are knocking on the door. You got to retool a couple things, but they're knocking on the door. There's no reason to blow it up. They haven't they haven't won yet, right? But they've been nope. once, twice. Once. once. But they again, they've been in the conference finals like how many times? Like they like what, they're four so years in a row. close. They're so close. Yeah, I say break them up. Jalen Brown goes somewhere else. He him to Miami is also pretty popular than any spot. Him anywhere is going yeah. it's going to change the face of any team he goes to. That that boy is talented, bro. Yeah. But 
we shall see but pleasure gents uh tyrell thanks for hopping on have a good nice time there in in london uh until next time peace out Thank you again for listening to the Post Fades and Cheesesteaks Sports Podcast. Please like, follow, and subscribe on all your major platforms. Follow us on YouTube. Follow the show on Spotify and Apple. And follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Have a great day and tune in next week.